recording. Ah, okay. Now we are now we are recording for the video and audio. And now I click the go live button and go. Well, welcome to a special edition of the Groovy Podcast. I should say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Uh, this time we have an interview with, and then I don't want to pronounce your name without you saying it first. So can you tell me, how do you say your name? Fosso, Fosso Asel. Okay, so it's just like it looks. Fosso Asel. Right. Yeah, and, it's just like it looks. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And I am podcasting as usual from Marlboro, Connecticut. But Fosso, you are podcasting, where are you exactly now? Uh, currently, I'm in Yaoundé, Yaoundé, Cameroon. So, uh, Cameroon, maybe some people will know that about it, it's in Africa. So, I'm um, in Cameroon, Yaoundé is the capital of Cameroon. That's where I am right now. Well, uh, thank you for being here. I really appreciate that. I should mention that my knowledge of Cameroon is largely limited to the Wikipedia article that I have up in front of myself. Uh, I went and did a little bit of reading this afternoon, so I have a rough idea where you are. And you're in one of the big cities then, right? Yeah, Yaoundé, did you say? Yeah, Yaoundé is the, is the capital city in the country, so. Wonderful. Uh, uh, I do have to I'm, ask you, I'm sorry, go at ahead. The moment, at the moment. I meant I just arrived here some, like an eye ago, so I just arrived here from Boya, some, an eye ago. <laughs> Okay. Just an hour ago, I was, I was, I was traveling for money. Okay. You were traveling from where? From Buea. Is that how you pronounce it? I, I, I saw the name. Okay. So did you pronounce it Buea? Yes, it's, it's pronounced Buea. Yeah. Buea. Okay, I mean, I, I saw it written out on the web page for the fundraiser, but I am not, uh, of course, I've never heard it pronounced directly. So let me just bring people up to date who are not aware of, of who you are and, and what you are doing. Uh, this was all triggered for us by uh, uh, Jen Strader, who sent around the uh, notification about a GoFundMe campaign about a series of interns uh, that, are, that they're collectively referring to as GR8DI, the Great DI Summer Internships. Um, and it was all about, yeah, yeah. do you, you want to tell us about it? Uh, okay, so uh, the Great DI uh, pro, uh, program, uh, like the Great DI, is, is an initiative to, to increase the diversity within the COVID community. So uh, we do different projects to, to that, uh, that, that, that will promote different projects that will help increase diversity uh, within the global community and uh, make, uh, access, make it more accessible to people in different parts of the world. So the summer internships is uh, one of the ideas, one of the projects that we, we came up with to, uh, to achieve our goals. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. And we had... The, we put the, the link for the fundraiser in the show notes for the previous podcast, but there's a nice picture on the page that shows, I think it's, it's like, like, is there, are there 15 students involved? How many students are involved in this? 
Okay, the the, the picture is from uh, that picture in particular is from the previous. Uh, that was the previous bootcamp, which we did uh, last year, June uh, mm -hmm. last year. Oh, when was that? That was sometime after. That's that's the picture, but. Uh, some of the people on that picture are actually taking part in the summer internship this year So that, that one was from the projects we have done to increase the capacity. So uh, the, currently there are nine, nine participants in the, in the summer internships. Not everyone is uh, uh, settled in the year. Uh, not we have uh, usually six, only six people coming in every day at the moment in Yaoundé that, that that take part. And some some are already catching up online remotely while they relocate to the capital city to to join in. Okay, so now there there's some intermittent connection problems. I just should mention to you, but it, it sounds like from what you said, there that picture was from a year ago when they did the initial fundraiser and the initial program to increase diversity and everything. And this year there are six students involved, uh, and they are coming in every day. Is that what you say? Yeah. So we have uh, we have students that come in every day. Uh, we we've got us is an office space, uh, uh, shared office space, tech hub kind of place, and uh, they, they come in and, and work, uh, just uh, work on the projects that we have uh, to, to, for the internship period. How long does the uh, internship program last? I, I, I got the impression it was approximately two months, but when did it start? How long is it going to go? Okay, we started our first week of August, and we intend to end September. So it's a two months program, two months, yeah. But uh, of of course, our goal is that even after the, the two months, since the projects are while they be continue their academic uh, program in school, or anybody wanting to continue contributing to the projects uh, feel free to go along to go ahead with that so yeah excellent and uh, the students then are are living in that area or are they all commuting in or, or how does that work okay so um, all the students currently with us are from where they are currently uh, students at the University of Guaya uh, studying some software engineering and so on. So uh, they are an academic internship at this time of, of the year. And it's, it's a two months uh, internship program required by the, by the university. But uh, that, that section of the country hasn't been uh, quite peaceful. Turmoil, some, and, and and I have to mention that Buya is like the the is is like the Silicon Valley in Cameroon. So we call it Silicon Mountain because there's a mountain there. So we call it Silicon Mountain. It's like the Silicon Valley of Cameroon, and 95% of the tech startups in the country are all located there. 
is oh, really wow. centralized. And with that disturbance, it's really for the students to get internship opportunities in other other places because all the startups were there. Excellent. So that's the right place for also them. Also, just work on, online. Yeah, but but because of the situation, they, 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 they had to to move into Yaoundé to, to take part in this. So this program helps them achieve their academic goals of, of pursuing the internship, uh, their academic internship, and also further their studies of Groovy for those of them who took part in the bootcamp and some who are even completely new to Groovy. They, they get to learn what it's about and, and use it in a real world project. So, yeah. Excellent. So I'm very glad to hear about it. And it sounds like they're in an excellent place. And then hopefully, as you say, they'll be able to transition to one of the many opportunities in the Silicon Mountain, as you say, uh, region of, of uh, Cameroon. Now, how did you get involved in this? What's your background in any of this? Okay, I, I actually studied in, in the university there too. But uh, I, I didn't know about Groovy until I got a job uh, in a, a startup, a startup called Avgroovy. So uh, uh, when when I joined Avgroovy, I was I was expecting to be doing Java, which is what I, I had an idea about. But uh, that's where I was introduced to Groovy. That's that's literally the only startup I ever found in Cameroon. Was anything related to Groovy, uh, and I really, I got interested. I, I started to think, think a bit of girls, and uh, I, I found myself like, why don't I share this this with my friends? I mean, uh, back even before that, back then in the university, I used to have uh, boot camps already, so I used to be president of the the university technology club. So I will I will have boot camps, and I will call for students and we share knowledge on different things. Uh, Java Bootcamp, uh, the, uh, an Arduino kind of stuff. So uh, I noticed that Groovy was more convenient for doing this. You see, for example, if I, you have a person who has never written any computer program ever, the person who has never written any word, and some of some, and they, they, they come into a bootcamp, I start speaking about this. Let's say the fun marks in the area, like, why do I need to put class again? Why do I need to have this public static and stuff just because I want to print out the hello world? So Groovy brings in that scripting. I could, concept, I could, I could teach in that the, the concepts without keeping aside what they don't need to know at the moment and just concentrate on some concept, then build on that and build on that. And, and, and Groovy was good for that. Well, that's that's fascinating. I mean, it's glad I'm glad to hear that Groovy was being used in a startup at all out there. Uh, well, anywhere, frankly. I mean, good to know that. And that's very generous of you to want to share that with with your friends as well. Uh, so, how long ago was that? How long have you been working in the in the community like that? Uh, 2016, that was 2016. So I came to discover Groovy in March 2016, and the first 
the first boot camp that was uh, I think um, not quite sure <laughs> of the date anymore, but I think that should be having June 2016, if my memory. Well, that's, is that's close correct. enough. I'm just so, trying to get uh, a rough idea. Yeah. Then uh, in 2000 and earlier, early, yeah, yeah. But I, I think I got it. I, I had been involved before that, but with Groovy 2016. Then um, in earlier this year, from January, actually, we decided to have another project that was the Groovy School. Because I noticed from the boot camps, the boot camps were short. Students come in, they, they get an idea, but they don't have enough time to, to practice it or to practice it and so on. So they, they get an idea of Groovy, then they keep it aside and they, they go on and about with their lives, especially those who are not probably studying computer science or engineering at the, at the, at the, at the University, they just throw it away after the bootcamp. So I said, What if we have a long stretch, like six months program where they, they can learn the language uh, more in depth? And we had something like that earlier this year, January to June. We had the Groovy School, which was six months uh, training every weekend. It was like a series of meetups. Like every Saturday, we had a meetup and we will we'll discuss new aspects of Groovy. We'll try out. Uh, Groovy FX Griffin for those who are interested in desktop applications. Did uh, the projects that you were working on, did they involve anything like uh, web applications with Grails or anything like that, or was it purely Groovy in Java? Uh, I'm afraid we may have lost uh, our connection. Oh, that's too bad. Um, you never know with internet connectivity. Sometimes uh, things come and go, and and as you see here, we've we've been struggling a little bit with this particular connection. I'll give um, uh, now. I got to mention, by the way, that uh, his name is Faso, but uh, the Twitter handle is Croyline, K R A U L E I N. I believe it is. Let me just check that very quickly here. Uh, let's see. Yes, K no, K-R-A-U-L-A-I-N, Croyline. And that's where the updates have been. And I'm hoping that uh, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask. Ah, making it back in. I want to find out what that Twitter handle means, if nothing else, uh, where that's coming from. Ah, welcome back. Uh, but we still have a still have some audio issues there. I'm afraid. So we're getting. I'm not able to understand you at the moment, unfortunately. That's the beauty of doing this live, isn't it? That of course, you know, I feel like the the people on the television back in the '50s who had to basically do everything by hand. How's your audio now? I'm afraid that's still not coming through clearly for me. Is it better? Ah, that did ah. it. There you go. Now that came through. Okay, so um, I'm sorry. You were you were telling us about the a little bit about the 
the training that they were getting or that you were doing in the university on the weekends, as I recall. You said something like a six-month program on the weekends, everybody working on Groovy. Was there anything Grails involved in that, or was it all just the Groovy programming language? Uh, there was a bit of Grails involved. There was a bit of Grails because uh, the goal was to have, uh, to, to further just like uh, apply not just hear about Groovy and, and, and how it works, but also see how it's used in, in, in projects out, out there. So we had to do a bit of Grails, a bit of Griffin, a bit of Pack, And we just mentioned other things like Gradle and Spock, but we didn't use those much. But uh, uh, that's, that's, that was the idea. And, and also we wanted to be recurrent. So maybe in the future editions, uh, we'll get to, <laughs> to do more. Now, for the, um, the, the internship, they're all getting credit for this so that they can, this is part of their actual degree program, right? Yeah, this is discounting. So what's yeah. your role in that? Are you, are you teaching that? Or are you supervising the projects? Or how, did you, how do you figure into that? Well, I can say supervising, mentoring. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's how I can put it. So uh, I'm not teaching that at the moment, but pointing to resources, answering questions on Slack, uh, uh, re opening, raising issues or opening tickets for things to be done so that they can, they can, get, they can get going. So basically I'm doing that uh, along with Jane Strata. So she, she, she also responds to questions from them and so on. So we, we guide the progress of it. That's, that's what we do. Actually, Excellent. The Excellent. You, are the uh, students enjoying it so far, you think? I think they are. I really think they are. They're showing a lot of enthusiasm uh, working on the projects and they're very excited about it. It's not all, you don't always get an opportunity over here to, to experience this atmosphere of startup or tech company setting. So we have many students who even studied software engineering, but end up uh, working in different fields, not, not related. And that's, that's because they don't always get the opportunities to, to, to work on projects like this and so on. So this is really a, a, a thrill for them. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And of course, um, you mentioned Slack, and I, I know I've talked to you on the Groovy community Slack. So I assume that you have your own channel there or something like that where they're talking or, I mean, because again, I can just encourage people who happen to be on that Slack channel to be, be sure to be welcoming and helpful. And, and, but it's, I don't really have to say that. It, it's a pretty welcoming community as it is. You know, I mean, people are generally very friendly to newcomers, but again, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to encourage the students to, you know, ask whatever they need to know and, and we'll try to help out as best we can. Now, yeah, I, I have to ask you, uh, your Twitter handle is uh, Croylane. It's also your email address, K-R-A-U-L-A-I-N. Where does that come from? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a bit funny. Now, the thing is, uh, my names are longer than that. I mentioned my name for SoarCell because that's easier for everyone to get, but I actually have two other names. And so the name Croylane is the initial of the first name and the last name join together. So if I had to say the full names, it would be Kamwa Foso Arcel Rolling. But I just picked out Foso Arcel, which is easier for everybody to go with. And Crawling comes from actually, say, say, it's just the initials of the names joined together. 
So I understand. I mean, and that's very kind of you to simplify it for those of us who are not as good at picking up on those things. Um, but uh, of course, we'll address you however you prefer to be addressed. So uh, very good that you're, that you're doing this. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything you can tell us about any of the projects themselves or are those all for given companies or is that for the, the actual DI website or anything you can tell us? Yeah. Uh, right now, the, the main thing being done is uh, the DI website actually. Mm. Mm out more to other other to, to sell other projects more like to, to reach out to more people help other people uh, succeed with uh, gain 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 from it too but the other projects that we have in mind which uh, like one of the main projects we want to have done before the end of the internship is to have a platform to help translate the queries documentation I didn't mention this, but sometime last year, I did a boot camp in another city called Chang. It's also in, in Cameroon. So it's, it's Cameroon's a bilingual country. We speak English and French. And that city is in the French-speaking section of the country. So right. there are some university students. They attended about 30 students were present for three days boot camp around December. And they, they had the challenge of accessing uh, material resources in for to learn Groovy in French, so there were very few blogs and and books and stuff that mat resources and the documentation is entirely in English. So we thought it like if we really want to increase the diversity, we really want to get more people in. We need to get this in other languages too. We need to get more people uh, that that don't necessarily speak English also participate. So uh, one of the projects is to actually build some tool that will help us achieve that more doing the translation and all the like yeah well that's that's so really funny given that uh, Guillaume Laforge has been the head of the project for so many years and of course he's French and Cedric Champeau is is uh, one of the core team members and he's French as well I mean I know there are many French speakers involved in the language so I'm sure there'd be plenty of people to answer questions uh, should that come up so it's funny though that uh, everything has been translated to English when so many people already knew French, and I'm not one of them, by the way, I wouldn't have any idea what you were saying if you said something in French. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we've got resources that'll help out on that sort of thing. Um, okay, uh, the website's not yet uh, available yet, right? That you don't have a site that's that's up yet. Oh, I should have known when the picture froze. That looks like we're having a. We were doing so well there. You know, we were having some connection problems, and things cleared up for a few minutes, and and then uh, we'll do some wrap up things and see how things go. Um, just to uh, finish up what we were talking about, I uh, again the the actual website that I know of is the one for the fundraiser itself. It's a GoFundMe campaign, and we have a link to that in the show notes, but it's simply at, at GoFundMe.com slash GR8DI-Summer-Internships. So that's, at the moment, all the information I have, although Croyline also has a Twitter handle. As I mentioned, he's at at K-R-A-U-L-A-I-N. So that that uh, is another mechanism you can use to access what the students are doing, what he's doing. And he's got a, ah, welcome back. Made it back in again. Hopefully this time the audio worked too. I hope so. Is it working? 
uh, intermittently. I just wanted to ask you, is the website for the, the actual program available yet, or is that coming soon? When should we expect to see that? Uh, it's coming soon. I think we can expect to have it by the end of August, so uh, basically two weeks to come. So uh, it's work in progress, but it's going to be published. So, yeah, of course well, every yeah. website um, in existence is a work in progress. Uh, it's the very definition of a minimum viable product. You know, whenever it's available, uh, just let us know, which I imagine you will in Twitter, and then we'll uh, we'll pass that along to everybody. Um, but again, that's um, whenever. You know, no pressure is what I'm trying to say. We're not trying to push anybody on that. But whenever it's ready, let us know, and we can we can let you know any feedback you might want. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention or to talk about yourself? Uh, but, but I would like to thank all the members of the community that have been uh, supporting us to achieve this. We will not be able to do this uh, all by ourselves, uh, despite having the will to have this 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 students learn groovy and have all these projects executed we haven't we will not have been able to achieve it this way if we didn't have all the support uh, financial support the people volunteered to mentor some of the students i remember uh ken you were one of them uh mentoring uh doing a mentorship project yeah so thank you for that and thank everybody who has contributed for this in some way i also want to thank uh, Jen, for all, uh, she's she's been amazing. She's just been present, and and sometimes the ideas are faint, and I don't yet see how they're going to come out or how they're going to happen. But she always has a way to make it work, and and then so so that's amazing. I would like to thank her especially for that. So the Groovy Committee is so welcoming and so cool for us to be to be part of it and to be able to. Uh, this just thank you. I don't know. I don't. I'm missing the words. <laughs> okay. I mean, in the groovy community, the community has a reputation for being helpful and welcoming. And uh, I, as long as we can do our part to improve that or to increase that, just to make sure that that uh, we do encourage people like this, then we're happy. And and all we'll really ask in return is that you do what you're doing. Is that you pay it forward? You know, is that when help others also join and do whatever they can to move along on that sense as well. So uh, great, great to have you here. I'm sorry about the internet connectivity issues with the podcast. I should have anticipated that, I suppose. Maybe we can try uh, again at a, at a conference or at another date and at a time when we could be co-located or something, maybe we'll be able to uh, uh, broadcast something like that. But in the meantime, I just wanna say thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule uh, to appear on the podcast. And, uh, you know, we wish you all the best in the, in the future as well. Okay, thank you very much. So please feel free to keep in touch. Be mine, so <laughs> thank you. Yeah, sure. And please give all of our best to all the actual students themselves. You know, maybe someday we'll be able get a chance to talk to them or we'll look forward, who knows, to their first commit to the 
Ruby GitHub repository or who knows, uh, or they'll just get a job in the area and be working on projects. It's all fine, but it's, uh, we just want to be encourage them and say we look forward to their participation in the future. Yeah, um, I'm sure they'll have to they'll get to watch this, or maybe someone, I don't know, but they'll get to watch this. And, uh, well, I I'll, I'll transmit that. Yeah, I don't know how happy they're going to be with the audio <laughs> or the video on this podcast. <laughs> Not exactly like we've never had that problem before either, but we'll, we'll see. But if we need to try this again at another point, maybe we'll do that also and see if we can uh, get something that's a little bit cleaner. Uh, just right now, we're on live, so we might as well put up what we have, but we'll see how that goes in the future. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much, and, and you take care. Okay.